Welcome to A Healthy Obsession. My name is Adam Thorwell. This is the weekly show. Thank you for joining us. We are going to be talking about soccer. We're going to be talking about life. We're going to be talking about food. <laughs> Sometimes. What else do we talk about? You know, it's funny. I was just thinking to myself then. Whenever you, every week when you do the introduction, <laughs> I always think I should have something like cool to say. Yeah, you should. And I've just panicked to realise shit. We started. And I haven't yeah. got anything cool to say. <laughs> so, so what else do we talk about on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Life, football, food. Food. A bit of music. Pubs. Not really music. Pubs? No. You can turn that off now. Alright. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. And that that sexy Barry White-esque... The Barry White of Yorkshire. Barry White. Yeah, that voice. That, uh, those soft tones. Are the voice of Tom Hurdle. I've, uh, Co-host. I've noticed I've got such a... This is going to sound wrong. Not a magnetic... Uh, <laughs> you, haven't Yo. heard, you haven't heard what I said yet. But I, uh, I, I steal other people's accents. Like, I've been listening to uh, another show a little bit, unfortunately. Oh, um, like after I listen, to this one, I listen to this one, and then you know I need to fill the gap for more content. Yeah. Um, but a couple of the guys on it are very Yorkshire. So if I sound very Yorkshire, it's just me. It's because of that. Just mimicking what I've heard. Yeah, well, first of all, you're a filthy traitor, and all other podcasts, all other soccer podcasts are off limits. I'm just stealing all the best ideas. I've been listening to a podcast called uh, How to Take Over the World. Yeah. And it looks back at, like, Napoleon, Hitler, Stalin, like, and their mentality and the strategy of taking over the world. It's very good. It's not just cassette recordings of yourself at 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. Yeah. Just listening back. And last weekend. <laughs> when he's pissed up. Yeah. Gets, um, how I will rule yeah. the world. I get, just on my soapbox in the pub. This is, <laughs> this is how we're going to take over the world. <laughs> I'm peeling back though now. I read this. Uh, I read this uh, piece recently, and it was: uh, you don't want to be a billionaire. You want to be. A, you don't want to be a cash billionaire. You want to be a time billionaire. And there's this great piece on getting time back. There's a bit. I know it sounds cheesy, but some good substance. Is, it? is that because I've rolled my eyes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom rolled his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yeah. back your time. Okay, you, you, you can have as much money, but you need more time, right? What if you just need a load of money because future technology will allow you to live forever, but you have to be able to afford to live to ever, forever? Think well, yeah, that. That, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. What's the currency of the future, though? I don't know. It's on your hat, isn't it? Bitcoin. I was <laughs> <laughs> wearing a Bitcoin $100,000 hat. Nearly hitting the all-time Propaganda. high today. What is it? 66,000. Peanuts. 100K by Christmas, mate. <laughs> I told... Uh, I, I said something silly. Uh, for 100K by Christmas, that uh, I was going to buy Dean something really nice. Oh, well, that's very subjective. Yeah, but it's going to be like a $50 yeah. gift card to Target. <laughs> To uh, Outback Steakhouse. No, he likes smoking fins. Smoking fins, eh? No, he, he just got into Outback Steakhouse. Friend of the show, Dean McGeady. Yeah, yeah he got, he's just got it. Because he didn't even know it was there. So now he's, he's so excited <laughs> that he found it. It's like, mate, you've lived there for four years. How, they, how don't you know? What's it they do there? Is that the, the Blooming Onion? Blooming Onion. And yeah. he hasn't got it yet. What is it? It's just a, a deep fried onion. It's just an onion, you know, just chop. But it's like an onion deep fried and then they chop it a bunch of different ways so it spreads like a flower. Blooming. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, who came up with that idea? Some Australian. What if we just chop this onion up and throw it in the fryer? He said he was sat there on Sunday having a pint and some dinner, and the waitress asked him, are you Australian? And he said, no, I'm Irish. And then the guy, like, two down from him was from Australia. <laughs> just arrived from, uh, I can't remember where, maybe Texas. But his first stop in Phoenix was, was Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> ha- Way to be stereotypical, mate. Go to an Aussie <laughs> bar. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't say that because Brit Abroad is co- always, True. let's find a British pub. Are you that type of person? Like, if you went, no. to, if you go to a foreign country? I mean, I've been to a couple with you, and I don't remember you saying, where's a British pub? No, I like to be quite cultural. Oh, yeah. Let's find the local, like, hotspot. Uh, yeah. Where, where, where the where do the locals go? What do the locals do? <laughs> Until I find out it's like a fish market or something like that. Like, ah, not for me, that. To start the show, you said your voice is magnetic. So yeah. you're just a magnetic, cultural... Uh, yeah. Just bigging yourself up all over For those the of place. you listening to the show for the first time, that is an <laughs> accurate depiction of Tom Hurdle. You're going to get figured out in about <laughs> the next three minutes. <laughs> so how's your weekend, mate? We record on Mondays for anyone not listening. So to put that in yeah. context, so generally we talk about what's just happened in the past week of football. So Because yes. I've listened to a couple podcasts that are like timely and sometimes I don't know what day they record so I'm like what are they talking about here because are they on like current time or whatever you should do that on the introduction today you should like do the date and the time live from Phoenix Arizona it's November 8th 8th and it's 4 13 p.m. cool anyway so yeah my weekend was great um Actually, really good weekend. Good. We've got some training with Team USA. It was nice. How did the Team USA team look? 
looked good. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Not great. Not digging into it. It was good. All right. I watched the, I watched the training film back today. We'll talk about that after the show. Team USA players listen to this show, so you can't give too much away. We were good. We were good shape. Right. Good. What so else yeah, did you that, do? that was good. Um, we had a little pint. We had two pints. Two pints. Two pints. Yeah. Well, I had, well, mine was definitely four because they were big pints, weren't they? Yeah, you had uh, uh, adult pints. I had a junior bottle. Yeah, baby bottle. Baby yeah. Off the booze this weekend. Yeah. Besides those two pints. Two couple of pints. That was a good chat. Nice. We should, I think I commented we should have recorded <laughs> that chat. Much more interesting. It was a million times better. Yeah, much better. It was a million times better than anything we've ever done on this yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> the woes it, co- it covered everything yeah it really did cover everything so that was did that and then uh, yeah it was about it really very good like I sprayed my back garden for weeds with a pet friendly weed killer so I spent about half my day yesterday looking for pet friendly weed killer yeah, where did you go I just went to Lowe's walked around aimlessly for ages <laughs> couldn't find what I was looking for I hate those shops they're too big I was just walking around looking at like looked at some tools looked yeah. at like some things that I'm not going to buy you're turning into a proper yeah. middle aged man I just walked around for a while and then I was like oh I can't find what I want and then it was on a section right by the front door and you had a bad go at last man standing which enemy Ooh. of the show David O'Sullivan won and he's the organiser what would you make for, of that for, for the listeners just think about the odds of this 45 people entered this contest and you've got to pick one team each week. And if your team, w- they have to win. You have to pick one winner in a Premier League every week. And you can't pick this, this, a team you've already picked in back-to-back weeks. Um, and we only lasted two weeks. And there was a winner. First week, I think... 38, City and Liverpool knocked everyone out. 38 went out in the first week. And then in the second week, only one person picked a winner, which was the event organiser, David O'Sullivan, clearly rigged. Yeah, definitely rigged. Yeah, and you, you had a schoolboy error pick. Yeah, I picked Brentford. And I could have picked it. Well, to be fair, <laughs> the other results I was going to pick all fucked up as well. Yeah, Chelsea and I was never up. picking Arsenal to win. No. That was never going to happen. No, definitely not. So yeah, well, how was your be. weekend? It was good. It was relatively quiet. I came up to the training, obviously, and watched, and I enjoyed that. I thought it was exciting to see some of the, the guys in action, and just some domestic stuff. I watched the fights. On, yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the boxing. How's that? How's that form of the domestic stuff? Uh, yeah, watching, well, I watched it with my wife. <laughs> oh, there you go. It was a date, was it? It was, yeah, date night. Nice. She, she got to watch. Actually, she was keen to watch it because Canelo was fighting, so Mexican connection. Nice. Yeah, so watched a bit of boxing, a bit of UFC. It was all good. Class. Yeah, it was decent. Sunday, what did I do yesterday? No, nothing exciting. No. Domestic shit. <laughs> uh, clean my garden. Yeah. Yeah. We cleaned your garden. Just, you know, yes, everything gets so dusty here. So, so hose, you swept. Hose and swept all, hose the furniture down and swept all. Nice. Fucking miserable when you so describe of, it like that. There's a couple of geezers outside when I just pulled up to your house and they were mopping yeah. the, like brushing the roof. Yeah, they spray for bugs and clean all oh. the spider webs out. I thought it was a bit weird because they've got a massive, massive truck. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And uh, they've put like one lone green cone at the back of it, what, like in case you're going to, like, didn't see the big truck. Yeah. Like, go drive into it. They're professionals, man. Why has he put a cone there? Just, they're professionals. It's Don't bizarre. worry about what they're doing. I don't have any bugs I'm in my house. They do a good job. I'm going to start carrying a cone around with me and just everywhere I park, I'm just putting a cone just next to my car. You know, on a side note, it's a great business. They come once every th- They come once every three months. It takes them ten minutes. They walk around, mm. spray, just dust up for the spider webs, and then they get out of it. Let's get into it. It's a great business. Forget and, Bitcoin. And it's just a residual. Just every, we, He charges every three months, and I just never even see the money. It just goes straight. Do you, bu- you ever see any bugs? I haven't, no. no? Not, not since they... The reason they started coming is because we had like a bit mm. of an amp problem yeah. So they started coming That was three years ago And I've not seen a bug since Wow <laughs> I'm determined to find a bug Around your house I, I will find, find one Gonna find one aren't you Yeah Alright so Should we get into a bit of meat and veg Football Yeah <laughs> Football <laughs> Meat and veg uh, After the food chat I saw a lovely picture On Instagram last week Of well, Last week we talked about uh, Good snacks The varying snacks Of the continent uh, yeah. Match day snacks And I saw one was a pie But like a pie crust and it was filled with um, it had like curry in it and like some kind of like different meat in it. Uh, but it was like a you know you know like in America they have um, soup bowls like yeah. bread bowls. It was yeah, like yeah. that, but like pie and curry. Oh, fantastic! It looks fucking amazing. That's what I used to love was um, a massive Yorkshire pudding. Ooh, Do you ever yeah. have the big ones? Yes, the big. My mum makes them. And it's and sensational. You'd, and you'd put mashed potatoes in them with the, with uh, the yes. bangers in it Load of gravy. and the gravy. Yeah, oh, what very, a meal! Very good. Americans missing out on Yorkshire. English people do know some cooking. Some. I, uh, did I ever tell the story about when I set the kitchen on fire? No. It's in my apartment two years ago. We had Sarah's Sarah's parents came to us, which was bizarre. We were in a little apartment, but like, it's nice. So it comes to us, and I was like, I'll uh, I'll help with the cooking and help. Bear in mind, that's a good cook. 
So I'm like, I'll do the Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Burn the house down. Oh, mate, I literally you said the apartment complex on fire. So I've put them in and... <laughs> Oh, such a me thing. So I've put the oil in the, the little trays, the muffin trays. And you're supposed to get the oil hot, right? Before you put in the batter. Anyway, I put too much oil in. So when I put the batter in and put it in the oven, the fucking oil overflowed the top oh, of everything. No. Dripped into the bottom of the <sighs> oven. Bang. And then caught on fire. Jesus. <laughs> it gets better. So <laughs> I'm frantic. I'm like, bloody hell, bloody hell, bloody hell, bloody hell. Fire extinguisher. Dad, dad's calm. No, we've not got a fire extinguisher. So dad's like, get the salt. <laughs> so I just get the fucking salt shaker and give it to him the little grinder uh, <laughs> he's like, he was he, talking about a bag of he salt he thought I was joking and I'm like what and he's like get the bag of salt I'm oh, like oh Jesus. shit so he's dumped that in there and put it out and I just look like a right clown like so, what was my son married or my daughter oh, married bad. it was bad, and bad. it took, took a week to clean the oven out as well just burnt on <laughs> and you didn't get your deposit back I thought from I said the apartment. whole apartment couple was on fire on Christmas day that would have been good yeah quite right. a big, it was quite a big fire yeah, that's scary. Yeah, flames are coming out. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. I'm I not very good at that type of thing. I wouldn't have thought about salt. You should always have a fire extinguisher in your house, that's really. That's what he said. He said I should buy one. I don't have one. I should get one. I'm going to get one tomorrow. Right, can you buy me one as well? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I'll get two. Christmas present. So that'll be, that'll be our uh, Chris Kringle. It's <laughs> an appropriate Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah. All right, football. We're not going to start where everyone thinks we probably should start because no. it makes me fucking miserable and I want to enjoy myself for at least a few minutes today. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's start with West Ham United and Liverpool. 3-2 win. David Moyes' masterclass. Tom, how good are they? Like, can they actually push on and finish in the Champions League places? No. They're not good enough for that? No. They'll burn out? No. I don't think they're deep enough. I, th- I think they're going to face over the Christmas period when it gets rough and ugly. And they're in Europe, injuries. right? Yeah, they're playing on Thursdays. I mean, credit to them. They're, they're, they're one on Thursday night, and they, they played a brilliant game against Liverpool on, on Sunday, and they're energetic. I just don't think you can keep up that intensity, and they do it well in Europe as well. Mm. So they're probably going to move on. Um, I think that's going to be really hard for them to maintain. So no, they're not going to finish in the top four. They're, they just knocked off City. They not, they won in Europe. Now they're knocked off Liverpool. Uh, it's it's very impressive. David David Woods just deserves a fucking ton of credit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I listened to his interview after the game, and he was he was even talking. It's funny because sometimes you were. Uh, you say like he mentioned that they made some subtle changes at halftime and this and that, and it was like. Is he trying to let us all know that he's a bit of a tactical genius or is he just, you know, did he really actually plug him up? Um, but one of the big things with West Ham, because I mean, they're obviously set-piece wizards at the moment. Did you hear uh, Klopp's comment about it? Well, first of all, would you say from the set-piece, the, Liverpool went mad because they wanted a foul Wasn't for the first foul. goal. Wasn't a foul. There's never Soft a foul, right? And I just think, yeah, cause, so go on, you were saying about Klopp. Well, when, well, talk about the foul first, because I think Klopp, Klopp mentioned, he says, you know, oh, well, West Ham, you know, they're good, but this was about set pieces, they're so good at set pieces. I think that's a bit of a shit thing to say. And and the, Were all three of the goals from set pieces? I know the last one was, Zuma's header was, was you, the second one? You know what's ridiculous? Is I watched the highlights on NBC, and... <laughs> They're missing two goals, so it goes. It's weird. It, they, they missed Liverpool's first goal out, and then they missed out West Ham's third goal. Just gone. Oh, Liverpool! Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold scored a great free kick. Did see it as a banger. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's one of those really enjoyable ones where the keeper didn't move. Oh, so he stands there and looks at it. He stepped slightly right, and it just whipped into the top <laughs> corner, and he just watched it going. I quite like those. It was so, a lovely free kick. Didn't see him, but. I mean, the first one, I don't think there's any issues with it. I think Allison, no, Allison's throwing his arms up in the air. He barely gets touched. The geezer heading it doesn't even look over his shoulder at him. Uh, the fact that he went to VAR about it is just stupid. No. I hate that. There's, no, there's nothing there. You've got to be able to challenge a goalkeeper. Like, there's nothing in the rules against jumping to challenge a goalkeeper. Especially if the goalkeeper can lead with his hands. Yeah, and he always goes up with his knee Yeah, like, <laughs> through the player. Like, and, and, and if he hits the player, it's the player's fault. Like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, the, the, nah. the keeper would never get anything called against him for that. No, so. Not having it. No. Not for me. So, Gavin Moyes also said that the aim now is Champions League football. Oh, it has to be if you're at West Ham. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting third after, what, 11 games now? You've got to think you can compete for it. And I, I like his mentality. He talked about he, he wants to go and win games. He doesn't really got set up to defend or play for a draw he's playing to win games so give him credit for that mentality I mean it's it's you wouldn't have expected West Ham to be sitting above Liverpool in the league after a quarter of a season would you I mean it was t- it was nearly 10 years ago and 
I mean, he got a bad shake at United because he was following Ferguson and made some mistakes bringing in his own coaching staff and basically kicking everyone out. I'm just glad he came back because I think he's a decent bloke. Seems like he's got a good sense of humour and he obviously knows his stuff, but for a minute there, it looked like he was dead in the water. Like after he went to Spain, it looked like he might be done for. I think he's a very good football mind. Mm. I think I've watched some stuff on him. And he knows the game. He's, he's a great. Co- he's, he's, he's a good coach. He's good on the grass. Mm-hmm. Like he gets involved. He, he, he's very, very good on that side of things. So I think he's probably quite a good man manager as well. It kind of just seems like the sort of guy you you trust a bit. I think when you're around him. So yeah, great stuff there. Liverpool. Question marks about them with such a good squad? No, I don't think so. Origi's goal, he deserve credit as well. That was a great finish at the end uh, to get them yeah. up to three two. But no, I, I don't think so. He said it when they won the league, but it. They're probably lacking depth, right? But it doesn't seem to affect them really. But then when Van Dijk was out last season, they struggled. If they, uh, Firmino's out now, Firmino's out for I think a couple of months, so that's going to be a big hit, right? He's one of the main players, so I think they're definitely lacking a little bit of depth. But it's easy to say that after they've just lost a game, but they've like dicked everybody. Well, I mean, they drew against Brighton last week, so there's a couple of results now that you'd expect them maybe not to win at West Ham, yeah. but you know you'd expect Liverpool to win. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like crisis time. But they could no. don't, they definitely need, I think, to boost the ranks probably. Yeah. But Klopp seems to work so well with what he's got. Huh. I think he's got one of the best squads in the world. Is that right? I think so. You think he needs to boost the ranks? Well, I mean, just depth-wise. Look at them last season. Van Dijk, well, I mean, it wasn't just... I guess it wasn't Van Dijk last season. It was Van Dijk, Joe Gomez. They were missing half of their defence for most of the season. Jordan Henderson was playing centre-back some weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually looking at their bench from, from Saturday. You might have a point. I mean, they brought on Thiago. They brought on Origi. Thiago's been terrible. They brought on Min- 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 Minamino. Minamino. Who's done nothing. And then they've got on the bench, they've got Canate, Tomiscus, Nathaniel Phillips... Nico Williams and Tyler Morton. See, I guess there's. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, and you might be honest with me. He, he's giving some of the young players, he's giving some of the prospects a chance, which fair play to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's great because some of them are brilliant. But I also think that in order to press like Liverpool want to and play the way Liverpool want to play, eventually players are going to get hurt and burn out, which you did see last season, the Championship season when they won it. Right. You need some of that luck. You need the core 11 yeah, guys to be fit and not get injured. And all Championship teams have that, right? You can't true. afford Vincent Company getting injured, Rio Ferdinand or whoever's winning right. the league. You can't have John Terry. You can't afford it. Mm. Fair play. Uh, we right. talk, let's talk about Spurs real quick. Spurs? Just real quick. Well, there's, no, there's nothing to say. Uh, we didn't register a shot on target. Conte's first game in charge. <laughs> we started off with a lot of possession, didn't manage to shoot at the goal, um, and then we drew 0 0. It's about the long and the short of it, really. Did you see uh, Conte's advice away from football? Well, no, it's tied to football matters, which I found quite amusing. No, but I'd like it, to hear it. It was sex advice. Oh, go on. Yeah, so he said that he doesn't want uh, players having long sex. Um, because of uh, fatigue and injury, he said they should have short sex, and the partner should always be on top. When did he say this? <laughs> I don't know. Recently, <laughs> I was reading it as a quote from an interview. Imagine the first day on the training ground. That's it's, it's just he's put that on the he's put that on the whiteboard like uh, Antonio's tip of the day. <laughs> imagine if he ima- imagine if he drew a little diagram. Conte sex tips. Harry, that should be Harry Kane getting a shag. That should be in the sun. That should be like a column. Yeah. Weekly column. Conte's sex tips of the week. Yeah. What What was the uh, <laughs> What was the Have short sex. I, like an agony ant. People send him letters on their sex life. How to improve it. Yeah, have short sex, not long sex. So anyway, it, it didn't help Tottenham on sat- uh, Sunday. Anyway, it was a pretty dreadful affair, Tommy. No, it, I, yeah. Con, the Conte you regime is, is not. Do you, are you Conte no. out? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I, uh, I, I'm, I'm at that Spurs point where I'm past caring. I mean, at this point, if you can get us to play some half decent football, if, if you can register a shot on target, I think that's two or three games now without a shot on target. Let's let's ask a question. So let's say Spurs don't win a game in five under Conte. Do you, uh, do no, you don't fire. You don't fire him. Play it till the end of the year. You don't get rid of him. Fans would be asking for heads, though, wouldn't they? Stupid, fans, fa- stupid fans would be, yeah. Are you not a stupid fan? I'm not a stupid fan. You're a smart fan. I'm an intelligent fan. You haven't drank a glass of water today? I've had two coffees, uh, <laughs> about eight ounces of water and half an electrolyte. I know, but why do you think that's going to save I'm you? I'm perfectly balanced. Yeah, definitely. I think. I suppose so. All right. I'll have a drink. Here we go. All right. Should we talk about the... Uh, 
Manchester. Right. Speaking or of Manchester. Should we do half time or should no, we do no, no, Manchester? Let's do, let's do Manchester first. Okay. I, I, I've got. So. Manchester Derby, Manchester United nil, yeah. Manchester City 2. At home, second loss to a rival Trafford. club. In back-to-back weeks, correct? No, we beat Three Tottenham weeks. in between that decade. Oh, forgot about that. It's <laughs> raising my brain. Yeah. So, but, but two defeats to main rivals at home without scoring a goal. Now, uh, interesting one, because I guess for me, the 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 whole the it's the manner of the performance, right? It's not the losses, because I think you could have a a successful team, a successful manager. But let's say you lose two one to City and it's a back and forth game. Liverpool, you lose, you know, three two and it's a good game and you're going at it. You, are you Ollie out? Is it about wins or is it about performance for you right now? I think they're, I think they're basically they're just biding their time because I don't know if it was going to be Conte or not, but I think now they've put themselves, they've backed themselves into a corner, replacing him yeah. because that's going to have to happen. I, I don't see how he turns the ship around at this point because we are miles my, that was the biggest takeaway from him I already knew it going into the game so it wasn't much of a surprise but City are and Liverpool are light years ahead what of what would signify turning the ship around for you if you would sit down with Oli Solskjaer and say if, if you're going to stay here's what success looks like you at the back, at the back end of the 21-22 season what would, what would yeah, show I, him doing a good job I, I think right now the way things are you need to do well in the Champions League you need to go at least to the quarterfinals of the Champions League and you need to be in the top four obviously is top a, four. a minimum and look it's United you need to be winning a, a trophy you need to be winning an FA Cup or yeah. whatever you know, like. so, so my question would be is it, I don't think you need a new manager to do that I, I think Solskjaer yeah. Solskjaer probably can get you top four I think this so. season he, fi- he finished second in what two years ago Last, last year, year. Last, last year, year. So second last year, right? right? He got to the final Europa League. He, he, he's not a terrible manager, right? I, I don't rate him. I don't think he's going to win you the league. But if the goal, like you just said, is top four and maybe win a trophy, he probably can do that. And, and I don't think bringing in someone from the outside is going to do any different to that. But I someone coming from the outside might just get... They're not going to win you the league. It's, it's a fair point, and I agree with you. I, I just think that it's a double-edged sword because... I think you could manage Manchester United this season in top four and, and finishing the top four with fucking Ronaldo and yeah. Fernandez and Fair. Pogba like you should yeah. with that team most managers that are semi-competent which you are <laughs> you, you, could, you could finish in the top four with that that's group on re- that's on record by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you should be able to finish in the top four with that group of players yeah. now why I say it's a double-edged sword is because I think there's, it's a loaded question because I think that that isn't the problem I think the problem is way, way deeper rooted in tactics, in identity, in just the team. It's it's laughable. I mean, each week, I I think he doesn't know what his best team is. He's relying on Fred and, uh, you know, just in a central midfield role, which wasn't addressed in the summer. I, I think that there's just... He spent money. He went and got Ronaldo. He went and got Varane and Sancho. And it's not like he's not been back. So you can't blame the board. You can't say that they've not spent money on a team. But I just don't think... I don't know if it's him as a person. I don't know if the team is... Are the players just are not picking it up. Maguire, who is your vocal point in defence, is terrible. He's having an awful run. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad player, but he's just not at the races. Luke Shaw is not at the races. Well, look, at, look at the state of the, uh, the second City goal. I mean, right, what, what was, right. That, that's a shambles. Is that on Solskjaer? Is that on players? That's on players for That's me. players. But if a, a ball flashed across a six-yard buck in, in for your kids or a pub yeah. game, you'd be fuming. Like someone put something on it. Yeah. Just don't let the ball whip across. Luke Shaw just opened his body up, knowing there was a play yeah. behind him. Like, so yeah, I think there's, there's a, a million things. Of course, the players have got to take some responsibility, but the like buck stops with the manager, right? Like there's obviously something wrong. Yes, obviously something wrong. Big time. But Man City deserve, uh, like Roy Keane said it, City were toying with United. Like they, they, I honestly don't think they came out of second gear. City did not look like they got to break a sweat, really. They're, they're just so advanced. They're so advanced. They're, they're doing things. And they, they also they also just look like they give a shit. They're, they're running 20 yards to receive a five-yard pass and then like bombing across t- another 10, 50 well, yards. They, they just like they want it way ev- more. Every player has a purpose. Mm. And, and I don't know if you saw or heard Pep Guardiola's uh, interview where they were talking about the ball moving. And he was like, well, no, it's, it's the players and the position of the players mm. that allow us to move the ball we do, the way we do. And, and I think the players are all bought into it because they understand that if they move the way that he asked them to, they're going to dominate teams. The game becomes easy for them. 
because on the ball you're going to have such so many good opportunities to play and connect and move and, and I think um, when you're in a team like that you just have a natural energy of buzz and he, he's got him so in tune and so bought into what he does it's, it's almost easy for him now yeah it, it looked effortless and you know I said the same thing when we played Liverpool Fernandez had a chance in the first five minutes of the game against Liverpool and should have scored missed Maguire's got header. a header yeah. from five six yards out and he, he doesn't even hit the target and I'm not saying that that would have changed much, but at least then you've got... Crowds up, a bit of momentum, City might have a wobble. Yeah, yeah. and one then go, you go and park up for the half hour, get to half time, and then you never know what happens, right? It's a game of moments. City have got a press and United look okay yeah. on the counter, but I think they're relying too too much heavily on moments from Ronaldo and Fernandez, just individual, individual moments. moments. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, that, that's not going to carry us far enough. Maguire said after the game that he felt that the players lacked belief in the second half that they could come back and win. I thought, that's the captain of the team saying that. that. And the, inter- that. the interviewer asked Solskjaer, he said, Harry Maguire said that, and Solskjaer's face was just like, oh, fuck. You know, that's a captain of the squad. Is like, I don't believe that we can win a football match at <sighs> home. Against your biggest against rivals. Against your biggest rivals. Fucking hell. So I didn't hear that. Something's got to give. I saw Solskjaer was flying back to Norway today. Like said family stuff. His international break, right? So he was going back. But I think United will be actively shopping for a replacement. You think I, they will pull the trigger? I... I they, after the break, they've got Watford away, Villarreal away, and Chelsea away in a week. That's three do or die games. Yeah. I know everyone keeps saying that. It's like, well, City and Tottenham and Liverpool. And I, I think if he doesn't get positive results in the three games, I think United are already looking. United will be uh, will have contacted. Looking for what? We'll talk about it after the break with, with, yeah. with Villa. But I mean, there are, there aren't managers about right now. No, we're, we're there aren't. Right, so let, let's have the break. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll just talk a little bit more about the managerial merry-go-round because I don't want to talk about Manchester United. We're <laughs> fucking miserable. <laughs> All right, we're back, everyone. Second half of a healthy obsession. Thank you for tuning in. What do you think Spurs HR makes of Conte's comments? Do you think like Harry Kane went into HR and said like, "Oh, the new gaffer said I can't have sex for more than like three minutes." I'm not so worried about HR. I'm more worried about the significant others. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, because <laughs> I mean, some of them, you know, you get home and your wife or your girlfriend is like, you know, after a bit, and you're like, "No, no, 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 I can't." And then you draw nil-nil at Everton. <laughs> so it doesn't make any difference anyway. Yeah, you haven't won anyway. Yeah, you shit house, And you didn't get a shame. I can see it. You know, Eric Dyer comes in, he's got a stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> and that sets on a little one of those little kitchen timers. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if he actually gives them a time, though. Like, so I'm, I want to know more about this story. I'm very interested. Does it have to be under it, five minutes, ten minutes, an it, hour? Has there been a scientific study that actually has gone in and said, like, Players that have sex for longer than three minutes <laughs> perform worse than players that have sex for less than three minutes. Right, well, also... That's a study. We should do that. Phoenix Celtic, we're going to test it. Can't, can't say the guinea pigs. a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, imagine it with our team. Our team don't get shags anyway. No, don't get shags <laughs> and it'll be... And they're still losing. And everyone will be done in two minutes. <laughs> so it means nothing. Like, these are professional athletes. Yeah. They've got stamina. Conte's also Italian. They make wonderful lovers. Apparently. Uh, well, is that a stereotype? Well, well, you said that like you know it. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, I've travelled. Oh, Italian stallion. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the old stereotype. Why do they get all the good stereotypes? They're good looking, good food, fashionable. good wine, fashionable, yeah. good lovers. Yeah. English people, it's like bad teeth, big ears, bad shit food. cooking, yeah. arseholes. Yeah. Drunks. Terrible weather. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Are stereotypes there for a reason, Tom? I mean, there's never smoke without fire, right? Ooh, so you're saying that our st- stereotypes... What's, well, what? we have got pretty bang average food. We do drink a lot. We do, weather, have, we do, have, shit. We do have pretty bad teeth. Yep. Teeth are shit. Yeah. Ear big ears. Pamela said that's the one thing she noticed when she... she do I have big ears? Uh, no, you have pretty normal well, ears. You know your ears keep growing throughout your life. Yeah, but Pamela said that's the one thing she noticed at the time she's been to England is how big everyone's ears are. Sure. Yeah. 
That's what she noticed. Yeah. Not, not the hundreds of years old buildings, the culture. I'm not saying the only thing. Oh. I'm just saying the things she pointed out in this context. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you want to talk about fucking Hadrian's Wall? <laughs> right, big ears. Yeah, yeah big, big ears. Well, and also, a lot of my family members have got big ears. If you could be any nationality, what would you be? Good question. American. Nah, in well, just I, in case immigration is listening. Yeah. I'm just waiting for it, mate. You know, I'm still on the fence here, so. Yeah, I'm, I will, yeah you American? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. I'd probably say American. Really? Yeah, I mean, you kind of get a bit of the best of everything. Yeah. I know someone's probably listening now and thinking, mm, America's terrible at the moment because <laughs> everything's fucking chaos. But, I mean, I don't think there's anywhere more diverse in the world. The whole world think. is chaos right now. Yeah, that's true. All over the place. Yeah, let's not let's not go political. Flights opened back up though. There was a dual flight that left today from uh, Heathrow or Gatwick yeah. uh, yeah. to JFK. So, anyone landing in uh, America, what would you tell them to go and do from the UK uh, with their big ears? Um, what would I tell them to do? Yeah. Bit of a hard one because it's not like you're landing in you're not London. Not fucking travel agent. Just say something you like doing. <laughs> well, like I mean, but you, you could be in a different part of the country. You could be in a sunny part. You could be in Phoenix. All right, right fine. Say they're coming to Phoenix then. Like coming to Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Give you a big, bigger part. Come to Hike Club on Friday. Uh, you're not in it. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> oh, I'll be back. Oh, I'll be back. We're going hiking on Thursday this week. Well, it's not going to happen for me. I hike on Fridays. You don't know. I will be hiking on Fridays. <laughs> I went on Friday with a uh, friend of the show, Ted Robertson. Yeah. Had a nice old nice time. Nice At breakfast after. Oh. It was lovely. Did you go to the spot? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah? Yeah, the, oh, the mountain that can't be named on air. Yeah. Uh, but we had a lovely old time. Nice. Uh, and he didn't mention Chelsea too much, which is good. <laughs> Did you just say the mountain that can't be named on air? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fair. Because it's got a, vul- <laughs> a vulgar name, Thomas. <laughs> oh, dear. Very, very vulgar name. Anyway. Uh, so uh, you've got two questions on deck here. Okay. Uh, one is if you could be from any country, where would you be from? Go on. Oh. Yeah, you haven't answered. Spain. I like tapas. Spain? Yeah. Uh, well, do I like tapas? I don't I've just said that. I've just said that. I know, that's a terrible answer. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, I'm Japanese because I like sushi. What about the rest of the fucking culture? <laughs> <laughs> you could have said anything, but you said tapas. Well, and, and you get good weather. <laughs> you get good weather in Phoenix. All right. I'll be, yeah, but Tough Fucking useless. All right, so uh, Arizona Hiking Club, what else would someone do if they came here? Uh, Scottsdale Mall that's very American <laughs> we're not talking about that we're talking about good stuff go today. to Walmart you've not been to America for two years if you've years. not been to America you've got to go to Walmart you should go to Walmart once is, that is incredible people watch it's just a bizarre place it's unbelievable yeah. do you think Walmart is a more appropriate summary of America or what <sighs> I'm not going down that rabbit don't hole don't answer no I'm not going down don't that answer nope See, I would have said no immediately. Really? Yeah, of course not. America's a fucking wonderful place with lots of very intelligent people. I didn't say Walmart isn't a wonderful place, did I? Well, no. Yeah, but you... Don't trust me words. You insinuated that it was like, kind of like a circus. You're a fucking snob. You're from Yorkshire. I shop at Walmart. Do you? No. (laughs) Snob. (laughs) I've got a fries where I get me uh, fuel points. Fries is quite posh. I love my petrol points. Yeah, but you never use them. I do all the time. I haven't bought petrol well, you, for a few years. You're trying to bloody Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> right, should we talk some football? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we got over the Manchester derby. What have you got? Uh, Arsenal won again. Yeah, they're now what? F- are they fifth? Yeah. Bloody hell. And they're not conceding any goals. Oh, f- five points above Spurs. It's quite good. I think the third the third episode of this season, I was saying they might get relegated. I know, and Spurs, because Spurs had won three games in a but, row. But, by the way, how about Arteta just completely under the radar now? Nobody even speaking about him. It was Arteta out. He was, they were baying for his blood. This is it, right? It's so, a fickle So just to flick back real quick, if Solskjaer wins the next three games, no one will be talking about any of it, and United will probably be fourth and qualify for the second round of the Champions League. No one will give a shit. Yep. He, he just needs to turn the cannons off him right now. He needs to turn the heat off him. Yeah. That's it. Just yeah. w- w- Will he do it? No. He's tactically inept. <laughs> no more United. I'm done with I know. Fuck. I tried right. moving on. Villa, Villa been the manager. So now there are now five Premier managers so far this season who have been fired. Four of them were from teams in the bottom five. What do you make of that? Uh, 
I think it's just the now the way the game's going to be. I think anyone that like huffs and puffs about it and says, oh, he needs more time, is just not in touch with modern times. Probably has never bought any Bitcoin and is still walking on all fours. Do you think Dean Smith <laughs> deserved to get fired? Uh, yes, because Villa were on a massive downward spiral. Lost five games in a row. Yeah. But... But they've just lost Jack, Jack Grealish. They lost the absolute heart of their team. Yeah, but I, it's I, hard to replace. Yeah, but I'm not buying that. And, no? and I think it's proven now that uh, I'd love to see the statistic. If I was a more prepared podcaster, I would know this. You might know because you're a bit of a badger. Or no, it's not a badger. Is it an aardvark? Anyway, one of those animals. What is the percentage of teams replacing their manager and staying in the Premier League after they replace their manager in the middle of the season. Do you know that number? Guess. No. Just guess it. Do you know it? Yes. Oh, what's the percentage of teams that fire the manager and stay up? Yeah. Are we talking over a long period of time? Or? Yeah, no, like, let's give it, a, let's say, five-year window. I'd say it's probably, like, 37%. I think that's low. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say 60%. Wait, so you don't have the answer? No, of course not. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just winding you up. Uh, but I think sacking your manager can be good sometimes. And yes, Jack Grealish losing your best player is a problem, but he knew it was coming and he had time to prepare and Villa have been terrible and they keep fucking bleeding goals. Okay. So, so he's gone. So who goes in there and... Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Well, let's have a look at it. Who are, who are the, the favourites right now? So the favourite right now... Steve Bruce. <laughs> Stevie Bruce is available. Yeah, he's available. Love to see him at United. Um... <laughs> You know what's interesting? So Stephen Gerrard's the heavy favourite, but I don't see him, I don't see him going to Villa. Mm, it's a step up. I don't see it. A step. It's a massive step up. What, it, do, you, what do you mean? It's yes, definitely it, it's a massive a, step it's up. It's a step up. Yes, it's a Premier League club. It's a big club. I'm not saying um, that. It's Rangers. <laughs> but he, uh, I think the challenge for him, he's just won. He's just won the title with Rangers, right? He did. That they're in good position to potentially win it again. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think they're in a good spot right now, aren't it's they? It's a two-point spread, and it's the but, like but 10 could, games but in. But he could potentially still win the yes, league back-to-back. he back could, but so could Aberdeen. With Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, here's the deal. If he if he jumps ship now, is Villa in a position where he can prove himself as a successful Premier League manager, or is he going to jump into a job where it might be the wrong time for him, is what I'm thinking. I don't think that matters anymore. You don't think so? No, I think that's irrelevant. I think that if someone like Steven Gerrard, because you've seen it with Frank Lampard, you've seen it with... Patrick is doing okay now though but I think Gerard rolls the dice believes in himself he does a half decent job at Villa and keeps them in the league that's a stepping stone to the next job which are inevitably look which cool is, if re- he does a good job yeah I mean you say the next level job if he's not taking a Villa job it, it is it's, it's a top 7-8 club right so he's not he's not going to Spurs. He's not going to Everton because of the Liverpool no. thing. He's not going, he's going to, to United. He's not going to Leicester. He's definitely going to Manchester. Definitely United. not going to United. He's not going to Arsenal. Right? They yeah. go a step above Gerrard. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I think Villa is a, a job for him to go and get. Keep him in the league, and it's a stepping stone for him. Uh, what about John Terry? Where's he at right now? He's on Twitter. <laughs> go on. Did you see his first? Apparently, he's I back did. on Twitter. Did you see his first tweet? I did. <laughs> Can we say it on air? It's a bit naughty. It's fine. You're yeah. the youth coach, not me. Well, s- someone tweeted. I'm no whole spot. Go on then, you, you deliver, or have you not got oh, it? Oh, fuck off, you little shitbag. So, so, <laughs> so, so, someone tweeted, uh, better watch out for your wives, and he replied, don't worry about yours, Dave. I've already looked, and she's honking. <laughs> she's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> It's not very nice, is it? I think it's fantastic. But, but to be fair, the only way that he could go on Twitter is by owning that kind of thing. Right, like by, oh, by owning it yeah. and by making, because yeah. if if you started arguing with people about it, and it just would have been over before. It's it the same with anything in life. If someone attacks a little sore point, you're better to own it than to uh, run from it. It's like when you're younger. If someone gave you a nickname you didn't want, if you got upset <laughs> about it, it's stuck. You got to call like, yourself. Oh, it stayed it. with yeah. it forever. You got to like, make fun of it, and like, so it's not a. So no one gets any pleasure out of it. Right. Uh, the reason I brought Chance Harry up is because he was at Villa, wasn't he? He was on the coaching yeah. staff there for a while. So yeah. No, he's, 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 in the, he's bottom of the list of, of potential candidates. Who's, I mean, you've got who's on the list? Roberto Martinez. Fraud. Uh, Ralph Hassanol from... Uh, Southampton. Southampton. Fraud. Uh, Actually, no, he's not a fraud. He's a good man. Thomas Frank, who's just been... He's over at... Uh, Where's he at? He's at Brentford. Well, oh, yeah. I couldn't see him leaving Brentford in the middle of the season to go to no. Villa. He's got a project there, I think. Yeah, I, I, no way. 
I mean, but that's still a massive step up club-wise. Villa are a huge club. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Gra- Graham Potter, who's linked with every job in the world <laughs> right now because Brighton are half decent. Yeah. He got links with the United job. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have him at United? No, definitely, no, not. definitely not. Fuck off. It's David Moyes 2.0. Although, although I'd fucking kill to have David Moyes at Old Trafford you, you, right now. You know the favourite for Norwiches? Mm. Frank Lampard. Yeah, I can see that happening. And then, and then Dean Smith. <laughs> Fair. Which is New- funny because Norwich got their first win at the weekend and he got sacked. Uh, Daniel Fowler. Well, what's, what's been predetermined? He won't find it very funny, but they, right. he got fired right after the game. And you lost last man standing because. Because of him. Because of him. Bollocks. Wanker. All round. Lampard's a little slug as well. How does he keep slugging his way into jobs? Same reason you say. He did a half decent job at Chelsea. You know, oh. he just, he's, in the, he's in the little. Uh, he, did a, wheel. he did an okay job at Derby, an okay job at Chelsea, and now he's in the rat race. You know what the problem is with the rat race, Tommy? Even if you win, you're still a rat. <laughs> I want to be in the race. <laughs> you are. I need to be a little rat. You're on the hamster wheel. All right, what else have we got that was uh, some fun stuff this weekend? Oh, well, well, first of all, do you know much about um, Xavi to Barcelona? What do you reckon? Uh, he's been managing in Qatar. So let's touch on this real quick. We've, we've brushed on this on the show before, but the trend of uh, sort of star players getting and kind of walking into these massive jobs... That should be this week's. All right, hold on. Hold on, I'm not ready. You can't just... I'm not on demand. I'm not fucking button monkey. Press it. Sorry. Do it again. Hot topic. All right. We're bad at delivering We're going straight topic. into hot topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think this is a hot topic. So for anyone that doesn't know that's fresh to the show, we got a load of new listeners last week. The, the statistical, analytical part of podcasting is beyond my fucking scope of what's going on in the world. Tripled the listeners? It was nearly triple. It was 10 to 30? Yeah. We've got four listeners now. <laughs> How many do we get? Uh, we average just under 800 an episode, between six and 800. Wow, we, down, tripl- down we tripled. Last, this, well, just this last episode. In the past episode, there was like 2,000 downloads. Wow. Ridiculous. But how? i got no fucking idea. Did you do anything different? I wish I knew what. what <laughs> do it again. Where have all these people been? <laughs> where are you? Where don't have you away. been? I know. Now we've got to keep them yeah, in. Yeah, have got to stay. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, don't sound desperate. All right. Okay. <laughs> No, say something really uh, inspiring uh, for this week's... Oh, shit, that was loud, sorry. <laughs> so, it's going well. All right, so the question is, uh, how do these little uh, bluffer managers who were extremely good footballers keep like blagging their way into... The, not, not just like mediocre jobs. Barcelona, uh, you've got... Uh, who else have you got? Vieira's at Crystal Palace. Lampard was at Chelsea. Solskjaer's at Manchester United. Gerrard's at Rangers. They never did anything before that, and they've walked into these massive fucking gigs. Well, let's 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 stop you right there, because... Right. <laughs> the, you, the, Break your, it down. The comment that you said is... Uh, what do you say? The, the, they've never done anything before. Well, as yeah, as managers? Had, as managers, yes. Mm. But they've been around good managers. They've, they've been in the company of good managers. They've played for good managers. That That's a, a yeah, lesson but, itself. That's an education. Yeah, but just because you're in like you know a really good band as like, the bass player and doesn't mean you should try and be the lead singer of your own band. <laughs> Fair point. Mm. Fair point. A little bit different. No, but, that's exactly But I think <laughs> the, the experience of being around as a manager, you learn how things are done. You understand the context of it. And through ex- experience is a massive thing in life. Um, and I think in football it is as well especially when you play those elite elite levels and, and you probably played for I mean how many different managers does Frank Lampard play for when you think about it, some, some, some of the world's Four. best managers <laughs> so it, he's got that experience now it, can he now turn that into success as a manager well, that's a different question but you don't find out until you try it and I think sometimes a club is willing to back a legend in a situation like that a so called legend or a, a high profile player um, because they do have that background well Xavi's Xavi's that that guy right I mean he walks into your dressing room now in Barcelona obviously having a bad time but I think the the Xavi one's interesting because it's everything's Barca has always been the Barca way and I think they've lost the Barca way a little bit partly because of the politics going on behind the scenes I think they're a mess as a club just structurally Um, but I think he can come in and redefine what it is to be Barca again because they've lost their way and and they've not got a their identity's completely fallen apart and collapsed and he's always been very big on the Barca method and obviously everyone there is going to respect him no one's going to question him what he's done and and the player he is Um, and I think he'll go and pull probably some more players that have been around him and, and Barca legends in 
you know, I, I think Pep Guardiola will end up being the, uh, the director of football of Barcelona when he's done managing. He'll go there and he'll be the, the president and oversee everything, and that's what he'll do. Um, and I think he'll end up going back to the good old boys club like that because it's, it's the way. Um, I don't think that works for every club. I don't think that works for every manager. Um, I don't know if it'll work with Xavi. I mean, I don't know much about him as a coach. I know he's been at, uh, is it Al Ali? Um, uh, yeah, in Qatar. In Qatar. I think Al Ali's in Egypt. Al Ali's Egypt, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't know any football teams in Qatar. No. So he's been in Qatar. I think he's been at the biggest club in Qatar. Okay. One of the biggest clubs. Um, Which is like, no, nah, never mind, I'm not going to say that. So, he's, so now, he's, uh, now he's at Barcelona. So we'll see, see how it turns out for him. He, let's be honest, it can't go any worse than it has been. But I think sometimes that's why clubs fall into this place. That's, that's how Solskjaer ended up United. United were in a, a shit show. And they said, all right, well, let's just roll the dice on this one. I think Chelsea Chelsea weren't in a great spot when they hired Lampard. No, Um, You know, you start looking at those situations. It's almost like a last roll of the dice. Well, maybe let's get this legend in and he can get him going. He can turn it around. Patrick Vieira is an interesting one because he was really shit at New York, I think, right? And... Was he at New York? Yeah. New York City Football Club? And they went to France. Didn't do a good job. Didn't do a good job in France. Got a better job. And Palace. now he's doing okay. But it's like the Bluffers Club. It's like the... It should be called the Roberto Martinez Club. Because it's just like you do a terrible job and get a better job somewhere. <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, it's a fair, fair analogy to be fair. Fucking awful. But I think... There's no merit in football anymore. That, that's, that's what... The, now, me with my own coaching hat on... That it, it must be frustrating to be a very good manager in the championship or you know a manager who's been around for years you just never even get considered for those jobs you just need that one one opening where you go somewhere and like you say you get, you get into the race you get into the wheel um, so yeah that's and Eddie Howe has gone up to Newcastle I like that I think it's a very good hire smart hire because it's not a mega big name because if it was the expectations would be ridiculous Hi. this is a safe pair of hands to keep him in the league and start rebuilding yeah and what what's interesting with Eddie Howe is he's never really managed any big name players and all respect to what he did at Bournemouth right. but he's never been he's Jack never dealt with, he's never dealt with, he was on Sky Sports this week wasn't he you know who, you know who was doing the FA Cup draw today uh, Sean Wright Phillips was he yeah, oh, mate. yeah yeah <laughs> shout out big Sean yeah nice um, so yeah I mean, It'll be interesting to see how Howe deals with that scenario because he's got to deal. With, he's never had money to spend, so now he might be thrown fifty million, hundred million to spend on a player. All right now's a big test for you, buddy. It's going to be a Mark Hughes scenario at City, where he signed Rabinho. Who's he going to sign? Who would Ed, you? If you're first, you're, you're at Newcastle now. You Eddie Howe. Him. Eddie Howe signs um, like Martial probably Fred. from United. Fred, Fred and Martial. <laughs> Can I fucking have them? Can you, I have them both? United throw Fred in for free oh. on the top of any deal. Just take both of them. <laughs> Fucking useless bastard. And he'll turn him into an absolute wonder up there as well. He'll be a wizard. Oh, yeah. If Marshall goes to Newcastle, he'll score 20 goals a season. Fred as well. No, Fred's pony. Fred will be class. Fred's actually shit. Marshall's got some moments in him, but Fred's awful <laughs> footballer. Imposter. Oh, he's so bad. Speaking, um, of, speaking of Brazilian footballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, tell us about this. This is interesting. Some funny Brazilian news this week. Was it funny? I think it's brilliant. All right, go on. I'm not talking about the foul. All right. Yeah. No, that's not funny. I was going to say that wasn't no, funny. I can't talk about that. You sick it. bastard. There, no, was no, no. A, there was a dog asleep on the field in Brazil. I thought that was interesting. Do you see there was a during fo- the game? Asleep on the field? Yeah, while the game was going on. What, what do you mean asleep? Like, you managed to crawl out and no one noticed he was there? Yeah, just w- walked onto the pitch, lay down. Fell asleep. Kip. And no one was like, wait a minute, there's a dog. No, eventually, yeah, but it was there for a while. What? Yeah, the paws down at the other end of the pitch. One sided game. <laughs> what kind of dog was it? Don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, she was a fox on the field uh, at Leicester. Uh, no, not Leicester. <laughs> hey. uh, Arizona State football. What's that? Yeah, that's They're terrible. Fox. Got onto the pitch. Yeah, that's terrible. News. Bombing around. Uh, no, I, that doesn't interest me. No, no. Uh, sorry for boring you. Dog sleeps way better. Sleeping dog. <laughs> Go on. And then uh, no. So in Brazil, as we we're talking, about, I had a nice little transition. Then you've completely balled it up. I was going from Fred sorry, to Brazil. Mate. It was very nice. Very unprofessional uh, of me. A brawl erupted <gasps> after uh, international players. Uh, they'd beaten Gremio, which is a bit of a derby over there. Right. Uh, Gremio, big team, and it meant Gremio were going to be relegated, or they get there, you know, imminently to be relegated. And uh, they got fake tombstones with Gremio on them, and they were celebrating on the pitch in front of their fans, which I think is brilliant because it was like, yeah, you're dead, you're oh, going down. Good. And uh, the Gremio players didn't like that, so a bit of a scrap erupted with the fans. No, nah, just the players. I don't know if any fans got on the pitch. Okay, it'd be mad if fans got on the pitch. 
Well, they did last week to tear the VAR stand up. Very true, yeah. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous football league. Right, fuck it. They don't fuck about in South America. It's but, dangerous stuff. But I think that's top class shit, as we celebrating is. a team getting relegated. We've never had that. I've never seen that in the Prem where a team goes down and the other team's like buzzing. When Rangers were dissolved, Celtic had some good stuff going on. When like Rangers died, essentially the club died yeah. and they had to go down to the bottom division. <laughs> there was some like there was like coffins in the street. <laughs> it was good. But that's class. Though. I think it's brilliant. So, think, so you, go on. Sorry. I think you need that in the game. 100%. You want a transition? Brazil, Neymar, oh, hello. scored his 400th goal at the weekend. Is he underrated, Tommy? No, he's not underrated. He's exactly where he should be. Yeah, just a little good, waster. Decent. Yeah, a little waster. Yeah. Wasting away. All right. Um, down down under. Say again? Down under. At the outback. Yeah. <laughs> not a steakhouse. Got a bloody kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Sturridge. Um... Still play football? Yeah, he's down at Perth's Glory, I think it is. Okay. And he went on this brilliant... If you've got Instagram, look up his Instagram, Daniel Sturridge. He put out this brilliant Instagram post looking for a barber. And he all he's going back and forth with all these different people. It is fucking hilarious. Sure. Yeah, because he's like, I don't want anyone that doesn't know what they're doing. You need to be able to do a fade. And I've got a very specific hairline that I want. You need to come with your A game. And I'm like, mate, what has happened to your life? Like, you used yeah, to be, wind up. Yeah, it was brilliant. He, he was serious. He wasn't just Dead joking serious, around. Yeah. And he had these people applying like in Instagram. Which I was brilliant. I'm going to do that. Yeah. On my Instagram, I'm going to put an application out. Like a do job. you want to cut my hair? Who wants to cut this? Yeah. I'm thinning slightly to at the top right <laughs> so you can't go too short there but I like it nice and short on the sides right uh, I always get asked if I'd like it rounded or squared what do you ask for I always say I don't know I can't see it and they always think I'm joking and then they're like oh it looks like it was uh, what do you end off. up picking I don't they just go I said what does it look like it was last time go and see my barber go and get a proper haircut no you're cheap Wait, you see a proper hairdresser? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> all I ever see is you wearing that Bitcoin hat at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm on a promo For tour. For all I know, you've got a skinhead under there. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having a skinhead. <laughs> it's, it's quite nice having a short, uh, shaved head. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about hair at all. When I grew up, I was a two all over. Just yeah. F- two, think about that. Have you ever, imagine going to a barber now and saying, two all over. Just do it yourself. Mental. My brother, my brother shaved. He's my, and my brother's got like beautiful, like curly, thick hair. Shaves it. And he sh- he's had a shaved head since we was like twenty one. And if he ever grows his hair out, it looks magnificent. He's wow. got like beautiful brown hair, and yeah, I'm like you bastard. What a waste! I know it's very very disappointing. So he should grow his hair back out. But he said, "Well, no, I just don't want to style it or mess around with it. It's like this is easy." I went and bought some hair stuff today. Did you? What'd you get? Right, I usually use a V O five from England. I get, it from, I get it from England. It's shit. Nah, the, uh, the Mac Clay. Yeah, it's fantastic it's, stuff. No, it's I, used to, I, I brought over 10 tubs about three years ago, and I finally, literally this morning, run out of the last, like, scrape the barrel. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, shit. It's, so I, it's not a good product. So I went into a, went into the local uh, hairdressers to buy some new stuff, because the shops don't have anything, like fries and that. I don't, I don't do hair stuff. Right. So I'm like, digging around for anything, and it's now there. Big tub of wet look gel. So we should have got that. Drop me bottle. Unprofessional. Sarah wouldn't let me. Uh, wouldn't let me. You get it. So mm. I've got it shop there anyway. She's. It took me about half an hour. She was. Oh, try this one. So I was just testing all of them. You should have got wet look gel. And uh, she said, at the end of the day, probably just pick the one that smells the best. And I was like, fucking, that's your advice. Thanks. Well, you got aftershave for that. Yeah. Just put aftershave on your head. Put, I don't put stuff on my hair to smell good. <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh, last but not least, uh, no, I think that was that's it. A, that's, <laughs> enough, that's enough. That that was least. I don't think there's anything else to say today. No. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Should play some outro music. Ooh. Loud. You're a bit aggressive on the volume today. I know, I can't. I keep touching the knob and. <laughs> get excited. Yeah, then get excited when I touch the knob. <laughs> get your hands off it. Not my knob. <laughs> it's not that sort of show. <laughs> Alright, cheers for listening, everyone. It's been a healthy obsession. We're back next week with a weekly show. Get in touch with the show, Healthy Obsession, on social media. Hello at uh, healthyobsession.soccer. Uh, we're on TikTok A Healthy Obsession Tom's going to be break dancing on there Next week or so Yes Doesn't know yet I can do it Alright cheers for listening everyone Say bye Thomas Goodbye